The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. And welcome to Webcrawler's mini episode. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria. So today we're going to be talking to an actual real life witch. So we can get to the bottom of what it's like to be an actual witch who's practicing today. Yeah. And then I feel like now more than ever, witchcraft is kind of taking a more uh, comeback. A more yeah, comeback. A more um, comeback. There's a lot of like... And I don't want to discredit it, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, Instagram witches. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cool Um, thing to do. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious as to, like, how those people practice or, like, what the deal with that is or, like, if it's, like, a spiritual thing for them or if it's just, like, you have a few crystals so now you think that you're a witch or, like, what what that whole vibe is. So that's why I'm excited to have like real like practitioner who right. actually do this stuff. In a few minutes, we're going to have Gabby Herstick on and she has written two books on witchcraft. How do you know her? I know her from, in, uh, from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I know her from my Instagram witch club. She wrote. Oh, she looks uh, cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, I know her from Twitter. She wrote Craft Everyday Magic for Modern Witches. Uh, oh, wow. She's written three books. Um, Inner Witch, A Modern Guide to the Ancient Craft, and Bewitching the Elements, A Guide to Empowering Yourself Through Earth, Air, Water, and Spirit. 
Oh, and she's also, she has a witch column on Nylon and Rent for Hell of Giggles and Vice. Yeah, so, and she also practices sex magic, which I'm really curious Ooh. about. What about blood sugar sex oh, magic? Oh, no. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so, um, we can ask her about what the whole deal with that is. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. We just have like a few, a few questions. Introduce yourself. Like, what is your name? How would you, how would you describe your practice? What kind of stuff have you done? My name is Gabriella Herstic. I am um, the author of Bewitching the Elements and Inner Witch. And I have been a practicing witch for over 13 years. Wow. Yeah, my practice is rooted in the cycles of the earth and the cosmos and the self. So I work a lot with the moon phases and then um, the wheel of the year, which is the solstices, the equinoxes and the days between. Um, I have a very committed, dedicated meditation practice every morning and um, am a devotee of the divine feminine. So I work with my matron goddess Venus, but I also work with a lot of the different faces of the goddess, um, including different faces of the dark goddess. A lot of my work is rooted in glamour magic, which is like fashion and clothing and creativity and um, as well as sex magic. So using using sexual energy as a way to charge spells and rituals. And I don't really adhere to a specific path um identify as an uh, eclectic witch and a neo-pagan because i believe in many different faces of the divine and because my practice draws on from different traditions and i'm also currently studying um hermetic kabbalah which is kind of a, a form of western mystery tradition and western occultism as well wow whoa so what is what is, that's interesting what is like neo neo-paganism i feel like for me that just means being a modern person that believes yeah. in um that works with nature and also believes in many different faces of god or goddess so we work with yeah. we believe in more than one god or goddess. Okay, got it. So how did you how did you get into witchcraft in the first place? Yeah, so I I was raised just like already kind of spiritual, aware of crystals and energy and um my mom has always been into that. My dad's a rabbi and that's crazy. Yeah, so he they both always fostered my curiosity about the unknown, about God, about goddess. Um that was kind of something that was always there, although it was definitely more in the, you know, within the container of Judaism. But I ended up getting a deck of Oracle cards when I was in sixth grade, but before my bat mitzvah and just like was led back to witchcraft with into Wicca, which is Wicca is a religion within like the neo-pagan umbrella that has its own specific beliefs about God and goddess. Um, I don't identify with Wicca anymore. I don't consider myself a Wiccan, but that is kind of what started my journey with witchcraft to where I am now. Um, So I was like 11 or 12 and ended up getting this book called A Witch's Guide to Fairy Folk. And I had gone to Salem, Massachusetts on Halloween um, for my aunt's birthday, which is on Halloween with my twin sister and grandma and like saw a ritual and ate pomegranates (laughs) and like went to Lori Cabot's store and um, I remember standing in front of the wax figures at this museum and like having them tell me about witchcraft and Wicca. And then a couple of years later, when I discovered this book, Witch's Guide to Fairy Folk, it was kind of like this full circle moment. Yeah. 
I knew even, you know, I feel like any being 11 or 12 just freaking sucks <laughs> in, middle school, in general. So, um, you know, like my parents definitely thought I was, it was a phase to be a witch, but I had this kind of recognition that I was coming home to something like just such a familiarity that I still at 26 haven't had since then. Um, so I knew that this was something that I believed in. I knew that this was something that was going to be in my life. I did definitely did not anticipate it being like my, uh, my whole life. In the way <laughs> entire life. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, I knew then that I was a witch and I had to go through my bat mitzvah still, which was definitely a difficult <laughs> experience, just in general, a difficult experience. And, you know, having my dad lead it and then knowing that was, oh, God. I was just like a lot. Um, so yeah, I started writing about witchcraft. I had a fashion blog for a long time because my <laughs> background is in fashion writing and I wanted to be yeah. a fashion editor. And I started writing about witchcraft like seven or eight years ago on that. And then eventually for other magazines. And now, yeah, my second book just came out. So it's definitely been a wild wow. ride. That's crazy. So what you mentioned Wicca, like what exactly is, cause we, we kind of like, we read about like Wicca on <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> But like, what, what exactly is Wicca? So Wicca is a form of, it's a neo-pagan religion that was founded in England by Gerald Gardner. So he said that he had found this coven of witches that had been practicing the same way for thousands of years, pretty much in England. And then he kind of like created a structure around it. And then um, Raymond Buckland brought that, brought Wicca to the United States. So Wicca is a form of, of witchcraft that believes in the horned God and then like the great goddess, the lunar goddess. And it, there, the two laws are do pretty much like do what you want as long as you don't harm anybody in the process, which is called the Wiccan read. Um, do what thy will as long as thy harms none or something like that. And then the threefold, the threefold law or the rule of three, which is like ever mind the rule of three, three times what thy sense out comes back to be. So it's kind of like karma, like whatever you send will come back. I feel like a lot of modern paganism, like a lot of like the people that use the wheel of the year is kind of like rooted in Wicca and like that kind of form of paganism. And there's like a lot of just kind of like specific things that you have to practice to follow, like kind of like any religion, right? Like there's definitely room to be solitary, but I think for me, the reason I don't identify as Wiccan anymore is because I think that there's a time and place when like, not, you know, like I don't casually hex people. I don't casually curse people. That's not like a main staple of my practice. I definitely believe in like aligning yourself with good energy most of the time and doing what you can to protect and repel and reflect. But I do think yeah. that there's a time and place to fucking curse people and to hex people like, you know a lot of it it's more for like, like I love it. it's more for like you know like what, what what it comes to like one person who's harming a lot of people i yeah. think that it's necessary you know what i mean like rapists like fucking pieces of shit republicans mm -hmm. all those kind of people who are hurting a lot of people i think that sometimes you need to channel that dark goddess energy which is something that i didn't really felt didn't feel aligned to me as a wiccan which is yeah. a lot of the reason I stopped identifying and also just because the structure was a little bit too, too much. Um, right. And there's different kinds of Wicca. So there's Gardnerian, there's Alexandrian, there's Dianic, which is like very much just works with the divine feminine, doesn't work with the God energy. Yeah. But Wicca is like, 
a bubble under the umbrella of witchcraft under the umbrella of like occultism, you know, it's like a little, it's every Wiccan is a witch, but not every witch is a Wiccan. Okay. Got it. Oh, it's like every every rectangle is a square or whatever, but every square is not a <laughs> Yeah, except that one, I'm still like, get it. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't think I did it right, but you got it. Um, <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you hexed or cursed Donald Trump? <laughs> I did a binding spell. So for me, like, the first step, instead of, like, adding energy to something, is binding it up and, like, yeah. pretty much just, like, yeah, like, binding up that energy that's there so that person can't hurt anybody else so I've done that to him I feel like he definitely like even his chart like it's he has some protection around him but I feel like explain interesting I feel like so this is I might be saying this wrong I'm again like I haven't looked at his chart I just like don't spend any time in his his energy more than I need to but I was on a panel a couple years ago um, and Chani Nicholas had been talking about astro- astrology like before my panel went on. And I remember her saying that like the way his chart is that he has like, like something where like there's some kind of celestial bodies in front of him that act like protection. That well, makes that's sense. Crazy. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. I'm sure if like I would ask an astrologer. I'm probably yeah. Yeah. That's actually good. We were talking to an astrologer. We should ask for that too. Isn't he a Gemini? Yeah. What sign are you? I'm Aquarius. Isn't Gemini the worst sign? I I <laughs> I I would disagree. I definitely feel like I have a vague vendetta against birth signs because I don't understand them. But like Gemini is a sense. fellow air sign, I like kind of get. And I think <laughs> that the their duality is something that can be often seen in the wrong light, I guess. Like I'm an earth sign. I'm now I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like honestly, like hex Maria. Yeah, hex me. I deserve <laughs> no. it. I won't. I would never. I feel like honestly, like it's just. I feel like I love women in all the signs, but since yeah. men just generally don't have, aren't culturally brought up to have as emotional awareness yeah. and emotional intelligence as women are, just because like we're, that's what culture expects of us that they usually have kind of like the less evolved tendencies of the signs or they're more expressed in their encumbered state. So like I have friends that are every sign that I love, but like Virgo men specifically, I'm not a fan of. And like I can have Capricorn men. I'm like, have fun with me. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. What, what spells like do you practice the most often? Ooh, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um, I have a day, my daily practice is pretty thorough. It takes about like an hour each day. Wow. Um, and I feel like the ones I do EFT tapping. So emotional freedom technique tapping yeah. almost every day. And what that is, is you tap on the different energy, like meridians on your body. Like it's pretty much like an acupuncturist will put needles in specific energy points and, when you're doing EFT tapping, instead of putting needles, you're like tapping on certain places and saying certain phrases. So I love tapping with Brad on YouTube and I do his videos almost every day. Um, Gala Darling also has great videos. And I have like devotional candles I light to the goddesses I'm working with on my altar. But I feel like the spell I do or the ritual I practice every day is grounding and protection. So I align myself with light from above to below. So like going through my body and then from one shoulder out the other shoulder from the behind me to in front of me. So I'm aligning with each direction and then they're all crossing at my heart center. And then I breathe into that and create a sphere that meets above my head and below my feet of protection. And um, I usually visualize that as like, sometimes it changes how I visualize it. Usually it's some kind of mirrored sphere. So like any negative energy or any unneeded energy that people are sending at me is deflected and sent away. And only that which is in alignment with my highest good can pass through that barrier. So that's been a really um, powerful meditation. I have it up on my IGTV for like people who want to do it. Cause I think like that is super important, especially like as somebody who's like, has somewhat of a lot of eyes on them. I definitely feel like making sure I'm like, yeah, keeping my energy to myself and not allowing any negative energy, especially now has been really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. What's your, what's your Instagram in case people want to do that? It's Gabby Herstick, G-A-B-Y-H-E-R-S-T-I-K. And I have a bunch of Instagram TVs about like working with elements and meditations and tarot and stuff. That's awesome. Oh, that's dope. Okay. One question I do definitely have is explain sex magic. Okay. So (laughs) when you're performing a spell or ritual, one of the reasons you'll create a circle around you, or one of the reasons you should create a circle, one of them is for protection to make the energies aren't, you know, any harmful energies aren't interfering, but mostly it's a way for you to kind of 
hold energy in until you're ready to release the energy, which is like raising energy until you're ready to release it. It's like the point of a spell in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways you can do that is through orgasm or through sexual energy, because an orgasm is just a very, very intense energy release. So I, you know, and I also want to point out like, I know that, you know, because of medicine or just because of people's bodies, not everybody's able to achieve orgasm and you can still, still practice sex magic. It's more about connecting with the energy and raising the energy than it is about like making sure you climax. But the, the short version is what you'll do is you will hopefully create a, an environment that gets you feeling yourself, right? Like lighting candles, incense, maybe like dimming the lights, putting on something that makes you feel good. Um, and that's just to signal you're doing is special and important, which is part of creating a ritual space. And then you will, I always suggest that people start practicing sex magic by themselves. Um, because when you practice with somebody else, you're merging your energies together and you're also involving their, their energy. And if you're not totally on the same page, it can get messy. So I always recommend starting by yourself, especially if this is something that you're unfamiliar with, but getting your space set and then thinking of an intention. So your intention can be something physical, like amount, like a certain, getting a certain amount of money. Like it can be getting a book deal or landing, a, you know, like a, a gig. Um, and it can also be to banish something like, you know, like maybe like insecurities or shame. Um, or it can just be to like, to understand your body better and to connect with your sexuality and to just like be aware of that in a more energetic way. And you'll hold this in your mind and you'll, you know, have a clarity about your intention and then you'll start, you know, touching yourself, masturbating, whatever, focusing on your intention as much as you can. And then as you climax, you pretty much just send that. I like sending it like through the crown of my head into the cosmos, but you'll really just like focus on your intention and send that out. Um, I know it can be hard to like focus on something while you're like feeling mm-hmm. pleasure. So I also really like once I climax to just kind of like feel the energy within my body as I'm just like in the kind of like afterglow of it and connect with my intention more. And then, yeah, that's like pretty much, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much just like masturbating with an intention in mind. <laughs> that's so into it. Add different <laughs> layers to that. So you can work with candle magic by dedicating a candle and charging that candle or have candle it um, while you're practicing sex magic. You can work with um, symbols that you charge with an intention called a sigil and stare at that as you climax. So there's a lot of different ways to like expand on that practice, but really sex magic is using sexual energy as a way to raise energy for a desired intention. Wow. I'm obsessed with it. Do you know about kitchen witches? I do. I feel like all of us are turning into kitchen witches right yeah. now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's really, it's like, what is your definition of it? I think it is being intentional with the way you cook and turn and when you use food and um, cooking as a ritual for an intention, whether that's nourishment, whether that's to, you know, attract abundance, but it's using, yeah, food and the kitchen and cooking as um, a magical practice, bringing intention to it. Yeah. So it's like mindfulness. Yeah, that's interesting because we were talking about like how we feel like everyone's kind of like a kitchen witch. Yeah. We are all mm-hmm. a little bit kitchen witches yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially right now, like just because we have to be so aware of the way we eat. I feel like I know I'm even more grateful for the food I have right now. And like, you yeah. know, beyond that, everything has what's called a correspondence. So like 
the color red is the color of sexual energy. You can think of red roses mm-hmm. and cinnamon and like the energy of fire, like all these things are connected. Um, and that's just, that's like an occult thing, right? Like that all these different things have correspondences. So kitchen witchery is also bringing that into the, into the kitchen. Oh, interesting. So like, you know, like making on in a couple of weeks, we'll have May day or Beltane, which is like a fertility holiday. So like, making you know like sweet breads or something like using foods that are aphrodisiacs in cooking is like something that you can do on that day um and just like you know like herbs and spices will have different energetic vibrations that carry these different correspondences so it's just like yeah adding meaning and intention into the things that you're already doing um i definitely believe that magic serves you best when it fits into the life you already have so like if you already love cooking like that is a super easy way for you to just bring a little bit more magic into your life like same thing with clothing and glamour and like color correspondences um sex magic you know for fucking getting ourselves off anyway (laughs) might as well like you know we want while we do it so um yeah awesome one one last question that i think you and i talked about a little bit is what are some like rituals for like mental health and stuff like that that people can be doing right now um, if they're feeling a little overwhelmed? Yeah. Um, so I think that first off, this is just kind of like a big, uh, just more of a theme than a specific ritual, but holding compassion for ourselves mm. and reminding ourselves that we're doing our best and allowing ourselves to fall apart, I think is important. Um, mm-hmm. As far as specific rituals, I, again, it kind of depends on what you need. If you can take a second and have the clarity of like, what do I feel like would help me right now? Um, mm. Sometimes that can be taking a bath with some salt. Sometimes that means asking for a friend to hold space or a family member to hold space for you. Um, I really love, like I mentioned before, EFT tapping has been really, really valuable for me, especially in moments of crisis. Tapping with Brad or tap with Brad on YouTube. He has videos that are like less than 10 minutes. Um, one of them is called fear and panic right now. That one's really helpful. There's another one for stress and constricted breathing, another one for anxiety. Um, so that is like, for me, a, a really helpful way to calm myself down. If you're able to, this is more of like moments when you're not in as deep of anxiety or panic, but having a gratitude practice either writing a list of things you're grateful for or waking up and saying 10 things you're grateful for. I like recording a voice note on my phone and saying all the things I'm thankful for. And also the things that I'm, that I want, I say like I already have them. I'm grateful for them. Um, but I think that that kind of helps us gain some perspective, you know, whether, even if it's just taking a breath and having food and having a safe home, like, especially now, these are all things that I think that we have, we should feel extra grateful for. Um, and like I mentioned before, practicing grounding meditations and, um, protective visualizations, I think there's a definitely a common misconception that like you need a bunch of shit to be a witch. And although like tools are great and they can help us understand the language of magic and the subconscious, like you don't need anything. You really just need your mind. Um, so working with, you know, meditation, even if it's for a few minutes, doing a guided meditation, finding space and creating a container to like experience whatever you're feeling, you know, like it can be putting on some music and like allowing yourself to cry and just getting it out. Um, I definitely believe that we're all processing intense, intense emotions in different ways. And like, 
creating a container, creating a space in which you can really go deep and feeling that sorrow or that fear, at least for me, helps me not carry around with me all the time because I'm able to kind of walk through it and have the space and the support for myself. Yoga, doing stretching, ecstatic dancing, moving your body. Um, One of the ways I kind of think of what I need is thinking through the elements. Like, you know, if you're feeling really lethargic and kind of like, a little bit lazy, then, you know, maybe that's very earthy energy. Maybe you try writing or journaling or stretching your body, like something either airy or something to help you kind of get out of the physical law. Like if you're really angry, maybe try burning something up and like writing what you're angry about down and working with fire. Um, Breath work is also really helpful for me. Um, there's a lot of different breathing techniques called pranayama and yoga. Um, I know yoga journal and a bunch of places online have those. Um, so like if you're kind of feeling like really in your head, I know for me, breath work helps me balance and feel back into my body. And then yeah, crying, allowing yourself to release, working with water. Like there's definitely a lot of different ways. And I feel like it can be almost overwhelming to figure out what works for you. Um, so I know for me, thinking about like the elements kind of helps guide That's me cool. into finding mm-hmm. some balance. Amazing. Wow. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Where where can people find you online or find your work? Yeah. So both my Instagram and Twitter are Gabby Herstick, G-A-B-Y-H-E-R-S-T-I-K. Um, I have links to both my books on there, to ritual guides. I'm going to be starting a newsletter next week that has like more free resources for um, mental health specifically as far as like rituals go. And then my website is GabriellaHerstick.com, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-A-H-E-R-S-T-I-K.com. And I have links to like all my stuff on there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was so awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Have a good rest of the day. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.